I've got one of Florida's most recent commits here with me today on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We're available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. Happy Friday, last show of the year. My goodness. I'm Brandon Olson. Find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Written work with whole nine sports and Giants country of SI.com. Today's episode of Lockdown Gators is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Check out BetOnline. It's where the game starts. Joining me now for Locked On Gators is one of the most recent Florida Gators commits, Parker Lisey out of IMG Academy. Well, out of Kansas, but then to IMG and mo- most recently IMG. And Parker, I'm going to start off with this one. Um, you took a visit to Wisconsin in September. Graham Mertz was obviously their starting quarterback. You and Graham Mertz, both from Kansas. I know that you've said you've trained with him before. I believe it was him and and Drew Locke was another name that I remember in that one. Uh, Now, Graham Mertz also going to be a Florida Gators quarterback. So did that connection have anything to do with you winding up in Gainesville or is that just a happy coincidence? Not at all. It's a happy coincidence. Um, I mean, me and uh, Graham have a little bit of a relationship uh, from Kansas City, um, but it I don't that that uh, decision never factored into um, committing to Florida. So it's just a happy coincidence, and it's going to be fun uh, being there together and uh, having that brotherhood going in. So I'm excited. Yeah, can you kind of describe their relationship? Because yeah, like I said, like I know you know each other from Kansas City, and you mentioned you trained together, and and the visit, and just there there's a lot of parallels here. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I mean, me and him have worked out together a few times and, um, whenever we're in the same place, you know, we might say what's up and things like that. But, um, now that we're going to be down in Florida together, working, uh, day in and day out, it's, I think that relationship is going to get really strong and, um, we're going to keep pushing each other. And I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot here a little bit, Parker, which sorry, because I feel like I just told you I wasn't going to be asking tough questions. And then I'm just like, yeah, this, the third question right here. But I'm going to ask you to to give Gator Nation a little bit of a scouting report on Graham here, um, just because he, he he's the new guy in town along with you. So I, I have to put you on the spot a little bit. For sure. For sure. Well, I mean, I mean, working out with him, he is a very dedicated guy. Oh, uh, he is a very dedicated guy. And um he, he works really hard on his craft. He's really smart. Um, he knows a lot about looking at the defense and finding the defensive weaknesses, making adjustments to the offense, um, knows the offense inside and out. Um, he's really educated with that, um, really mechanically sound. He works really hard on that all the time. Um, he can make all the throws, um, and I think he can be very effective in the Florida offense. Um, he's proven it, proven it uh, at Wisconsin quite a bit. And um, I think with the talent that's coming in with, you know, Trey Wilson and even the guys that are there now, um, I think he's going to have a lot of good tools around him with uh, Rob Saul's offense and Billy Napier 
um, and the hard work that he's done with the program. I think it's all the tools are going to come together and Florida is going to have some uh, pretty cool progress coming in the future. So I'm super excited about all that. Yeah, and I mean, you just mentioned Trey Wilson, who Gators fans, if you don't know, Eugene Wilson the third, um, and then there's also Aiden Mizell, Andy Gene coming in as a quarterback. Were you kind of looking at this and just going like, "There's a there's a lot of pass catching talent coming into this class with me." For sure. I mean, I mean, knowing knowing Billy Napier, he's a really smart uh, coach. Uh, being at Alabama, Clemson, uh, being the head coach of Louisiana, having a lot of success there over the last three years or the three years that he was there, I should say. Um, I, I feel like going into Florida and taking all those tools and putting it together, he is going to be able to develop the program uh, to be very successful very fast. And um, with all the talent that's coming in, I'm super excited to see where, just how fast uh, the program will develop. And um, I'm, ex I'm super blessed to be part of it. Yeah. Um, and while we're talking about all of the new talent coming in, yourself included, uh, obviously you were at IMG, which we know is a, a talent, the hotbed, we'll call it, in the state of Florida. And Nigel Harris is an offensive lineman that is also coming along with you to Gainesville from IMG. We've seen probably peer-to-peer -peer recruiting never be as prevalent as it is right now. Like, like we just see it all the time now. Are you kind of going to be nudging guys that are coming from IMG in the future? Be like, hey, man, like like anybody that you've been there that's a 2024 kid, are you just going to be like, hey, man, Gainesville's where it's at? <laughs> um, I mean, I I understand uh, the life of the uh, as a recruit. And um, I mean, I respect everybody's decisions with uh, with the schools that they choose uh, being right for them, uh, their their process and um kind of what they want to do. So I, I respect all of that, but I mean, Florida is a great place. I'm not going to say, <laughs> I'm not going to say it's a great place, but um, for, I mean, for sure. I mean, there's a lot of talent that comes out, out of IMG. There's a lot of great relationships to build there. Um, IMG has taught me so much um, from the coaches there. Um, I'm definitely going to be staying in contact with a lot of people uh, from there. And I'm, I'm super excited to see, I mean, just what, Florida can do with all these recruits that are coming in, especially Najee, as you mentioned. Um, and there's a lot of 24 guys down there on that national team. So uh, excited to see what uh, uh, kind of recruits, I guess, are going to come on from that class as well, knowing having those relationships that are already at Florida. So it's going to yeah. be very interesting and very fun to watch. Yeah, it, it's weird as a Florida fan to actually see IMG get recruited for once because uh, that's obviously been something that Florida struggled with for quite some time now. But uh, I, I am going to put you on the spot again, and but not really. We spoke about this one a little bit before we started recording, but you had offers from Kansas, Miami of Ohio, and my personal favorite, obviously, Toledo, which, uh, yeah, we, we spoke about that one, helmet, tattoo, all that but you chose to come to Florida as a preferred walk-on. What went into that decision of going like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not going for the scholarship there with like Kansas is also power five football. They had a great year this year, but you chose to come to Gainesville. What was it that kind of made you do that? Well, I mean, I mean, you got to start out like coach Leipold at Kansas, um, Toledo, those coaches. I mean, all the, the great programs that, um, did offer me a scholarship. Uh, I'm truly blessed that they did. Uh, those coaches, um, very hardworking, 
um, really passionate about the program. And I really um, love that about those coaches. But I think Billy Napier, um, I mean, he's he is one of the best. And being able to go into this program early as he's coming in, I mean, he only came in last in 2022. I know that. Um, and he's, I, I'm super excited to see the progress and I want to be part of it. Um, coach Billy Napier is a very hardworking coach, um, has a lot of values that I think are going to make Florida football very successful in the future. And there's a lot of tools um, here in Gainesville that I think we can use to be very successful. So I, I want to be part of that process and uh, I'm super excited to see where it goes. Today's episode of Lockdown Gators is brought to you by the NHTSA. I'm an open book here, and I'm I'm going to keep saying that. I lost a teammate of mine in April 2021 to a drunk driver. Killed him. On the spot. Yeah. So when you're hanging out with friends and you're putting back a few drinks and a few becomes a few too many, and the evening's closing, especially right now when everybody's like, hey, you know, we're all in town for the holidays. Let's go meet and get drinks. And you're like, oh, I could drive home. Don't. Don't be an idiot. Next time you want to drive intoxicated at all under the influence of anything, I want you to remember Saharith Uvenatana, my teammate who got killed in April 2021 because of a drunk driver. So remember that because the results of your stupid decision are not just that you might get a ticket. You might actually kill somebody. So drive sober or get pulled over. I've been excited for Florida football, but like talking to you, who's actually going to be a part of it and contributing, it's just, it's awesome to hear. Um, you did a locked on show before. You did locked on Badgers, where you talked about obviously your visit to Wisconsin. And you mentioned what it was like to go from Kansas to play in the Florida high school market. How big of an advantage or disadvantage do you think that was during your recruitment to be? Like I know you mentioned being on film with with a five-star player that Florida might be recruiting or Georgia might be recruiting. But I feel like there's also a flip side there where you would have been like the 16th highest ranked player in the entire state of Kansas. So was there kind of an advantage, just a little trade-off there for you? Yeah, there's definitely strengths to being in Kansas and then being in Florida. Um, the Florida market's also very competitive, which can be – there's a blessing and a curse to everything. Um, when there's so much competitiveness around you and very great athletes, you could you can get lost in the mix. Whereas in Kansas, you as you said, you might be able to be ranked like 16th player in the state, um, a little bit higher than where I would be in Florida. Uh, there there are factors like that, but I mean it's kind of knowing what's important to you, uh, your development, and just becoming the best player that you can be. Um, and doing everything that you can in your power to uh, be the best that you can be. Um, at the time, Kansas City was um, giving me a lot of aspects to my game, and I was learning and developing uh, that helped me become a great player. Um, and then down in Florida at IMG, I learned just as much. Um, understanding ins and outs of the defense and being able to make my own adjustments and my own audibles and – uh, IMG does a great job with teaching you situational football and kind of knowing when and where to do things in your offense um, to be to create the most success and most pro uh, productivity of the offense. 
Um, so Kansas City taught me a lot. Florida taught me a lot. Um, no matter where you are, I think it's a great place to be. There's advantages and disadvantages everywhere. Um, and you just got to find out what's best for you and um, do the best that you can to develop your skills and showcase your skills. And then uh, hopefully you get the opportunity to bring it to the college level and demonstrate those there. So, yeah, I, I know that IMG kind of gives you free reign of the offense, essentially, uh, for if you're any quarterback. But what how does that kind of prepare you for college? Because I know that it gives you free reign of the offense, but there's also you know receivers running option routes, which I feel like you don't see super often in high school. So seeing that at, you're going to see that at the college level, that's something that that happens all the time. So how does that kind of give you a little bit of a leg up on the competition where a lot of guys coming from high school, we're going to go, uh, he, he's going to need, you know, a couple of years to mentally get up to speed where that might not be as big an issue for someone like yourself. And I, I just want to start out. You, you're talking about kind of more in the football range. IMG itself can be seen as a college as well. You're moving away from home to go onto a team with a bunch of brand new players that the turnover is every single year. You're not growing up with these players where like in Kansas City, that team has been playing football with each other since fifth grade. At IMG, you walk in five weeks before your first game, you don't know anybody's name. So um, I think there's a big learning curve um, from normal high school school or um, football programs going into college. And I think IMG does a great job preparing you for that ahead of time because it's kind of the perfect transition uh, and allows you to learn how to, you know, be independent, living on your own, doing your own laundry, uh, being to practice on time, being to wait on time and managing your life um, outside of football as well. Uh, and it'll prepare you for, what's to come in, in the college football. Um, and I think it's a great job and it's a great advantage to be at IMG and uh, learn all those skills early on, even on the field, off the field, anywhere. Um, it's IMG prepares you a lot for college football. So I'm super excited to be able to take all the things that I've learned, not only in Kansas City, but in, in Florida, to take it to Gainesville and see what we can make. Yeah, um, I will say on the laundry thing, I was like nine and my mom was like, hey, dude, learn how to do it yourself. So um, I would have been great at IMG then. But uh, <laughs> Well, there's kids that are like that and then there's kids that aren't. And you got, I mean, those recruits that aren't ready, what's going to happen to them? So, yeah, but, hey. I mean, we're, we're all going to be here to help each other and we're all going to be working towards the same goal. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, those kids can run four fours and I can fold clothes. So what's up with that? But um, just how different was it for you to go from Kansas to IMG just just in terms of, you know, relocating your entire life and then having to learn everything all over again or having to learn a new system with new kids at the highest possible high school level? <laughs> I love the high school. <laughs> Um, I mean, to me, it's it was kind of just you're going to college early now, um, going into a going down to IMG away from home and living in a dorm with your uh, your center and 
um, just kind of experiencing all that early. Um, I we we saw it as a learning opportunity to kind of prepare myself for college. Um, it's one of those things that like you can gain an advantage on the competition and um, take those values to into college after um, experiencing all that at IMG, learning the offense, learning everybody's names, creating those relationships, um, showing up, like I said, showing up five weeks early before the game and not knowing a name to try to put an offense together to beat a team Friday night. So um, it's, there's a lot of work that goes into it and you got to be willing to do everything it takes to be successful. And I think that's, that was the decision that um, we made was to put myself in the best uh, situation to succeed. So. And kind of what was your recruitment like from the Gators side of things? Just, just how were they, who were you in contact with mostly? And just what was that like? You know, I, I think, uh, the coaches have been kind of looking at me and talking to me for a while now. Um, I remember my first uh, contact with them was in the summer of this year. And uh, we stayed in contact for a while uh, throughout the season, obviously with IMG season and their season. Um, but I was talking with uh, Coach O'Hara, Coach Napier, um, Coach Lamar Sorley. And um, I mean, I, I had great conversations with all those guys, um, kind of got a grasp on what their values are what um and how i am able to come into the program and um be a part of their squad and be successful with those guys and all the uh, incredible talented athletes that are coming along with me so it was it was really fun with the recruiting process with them and i'm super uh, super excited to get there yeah, and a lot of college football fans obviously don't sit down and watch high school tape. It's usually they see something on online and it's like, okay, like this kid's good at this or bad at this, and they just run with it. But I figured here, I asked you to give a little bit of a scouting report on Graham Mertz. I'm going to ask you to do this same thing for yourself now to get it straight from the horse's mouth. What are your biggest strengths, biggest areas of, of uh, improvement that you need to work on? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I think a lot of a lot of quarterbacks kind of carry the same attributes. Um, they all work hard. They all work on their mechanics. They're all super smart. Um, and especially at the college level that we are now here with the uh, with the Gators. I mean, everybody's coming in. We're all working towards the same goal. And, you know, you got Jaden Rashada. You got Graham Mertz. You got Jack Miller, the third. Um, all these all these guys that are coming into the program and we're all working towards the same goal. We're all helping each other um, develop each other's skills, what we can do better, uh, what we could change. Let's try this. Let's try that, you know? Um, but I think, I mean, the hard work um, for me personally, uh, being super educated on the offense, being serviceable in many different types of offenses, obviously from Kansas city where, Teams tend to, it's a little bit cold. You're playing in blizzards and you can't really throw the ball a whole lot. Down to Florida, I mean, you're throwing the ball almost every play. So um, I've I've been in many different offenses. I've learned offenses very quickly. Uh, and I was successful in those, um, picking those up and executing them um, in a, a quick manner and, and being successful in those uh, offenses. I think it's, um, I think, taking those attributes to Florida and 
being the serviceable quarterback that I am um, and working my butt off to help uh, whoever started. It doesn't matter if you're the first string, second string, third string, we're all helping each other to get better um, and doing everything we can to be successful as an offense and executing our plays and hopefully coming out with a win on Saturday. Are there any, uh, any, let's, let's say NFL quarterbacks that you try to kind of model your game after a little bit? Um, I, I, I get this question a lot and I can never lay a finger on exactly one person. There's definitely, uh, I can't relate to more some, this kind of group of people than others, but, um, you know, like, Patrick Mahomes being able to be creative and make plays um, and just pull it off amazing plays that you'll never think was possible. I mean, laying out, basically laying on the ground, throwing a touchdown right into somebody's face mask, you know. Um, then you got the Josh Allens, Joe Burrows. You know, they come from a background where they weren't seen as high as in high school. I know especially uh, Joe Burrow. Uh, Josh Allen quite a bit too. Josh Allen was at Wyoming. Um, was able, yeah. Josh Allen was at. I was thinking Joe Burrow. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Josh Allen was at Wyoming. Was able to be successful there. Got into the pros and is absolutely amazing. One of the top quarterbacks um, now in the NFL. Joe Burrow kind of the same way. Coming up through Ohio State, going down to LSU, and then now with the Bengals, almost winning a Super Bowl his rookie year. You know. Um, so there, there's many, um, and Peyton Manning being super educated on the offense, watching a ton of film, seeing the DBs where their eyes are and using those kind of cues to find out what the defense is scheming up against you and how to attack it, and then being able to adjust your offense accordingly. So I think there's a lot of attributes from different quarterbacks um, that I like to take what I like and kind of leave the rest. And um I kind of make up my own uh, craft as a quarterback. So I, I mean, I look for all the best and uh, the other quarterbacks out there and see what I can do to always make myself better. Yeah. One thing that you just mentioned was trying to find like the weak spot in the defense. And in the interview that you did with locked on Badgers, you mentioned the whole shot, which if, if you're listening and don't know, it's essentially cover two deep safeties, corners playing the flats that little line along the sideline, taking that shot. How difficult is it to make that throw on a consistent basis to just be able to fit it? Because the difficulty there, especially when you're looking at that that honey hole in cover two, is like safeties are coming down, corners are dropping back a little bit, and just getting it just right and leading it along the sideline just makes it so difficult, at least watching it. I didn't play I didn't play QB. I sucked at that part of it. So uh, I'm not going to pretend I could do it ever, but just how difficult is it to make it on a consistent basis? You know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of throws that can be very difficult um, throughout the game. A uh, whole shot would probably be some of the most difficult throws to make. Um, and a lot of that just comes with repetition with your receivers um, training for those throws, you know, getting out every, every other day or every day to practice those throws. Um, making sure the trajectory is right, making sure the velocity is right, and making sure the placement is right. You don't want to you don't want to be throwing the ball behind your receiver where the corner is able to catch up to it, and you don't want to lead it too far where the safety is going to get to it. 
Um, you want you need to put it in the right spot, right place. And I think that just comes with a lot of repetition, uh, not only with your guys just um, making that kind of throw. Um, and then obviously when you practice one kind of throw like that, maybe not uh, Patrick Mahomes sidearm in it laying on the <laughs> ground, but I mean, you can kind of see where these different throws can overlap with each other. Um, so when you train for the whole shot throw, now you can make the deep shot throw with the same velocity and same placement and things like that. So um, just kind of practicing all the, all kinds of throws, um, all kinds of funky footwork, off base, on base. Um, it all uh, allows you to kind of create, uh, be creative out on the field and make plays, um, putting the ball where you want to put the ball. Um, and being successful as an offense. Yeah, and then I just have one more question before I'll, I'll let you go. Um, but I feel like at, at quarterback, it's probably the most important position on offense to make sure you're a good fit schematically. Like, I know there was a, I forgot who it was, but last chance you, there was a kid that played quarterback and he went to Georgia Tech when they were still running the triple option. He was upset that they were running the triple option because he wanted to throw the ball. Um, and that's obviously his own fault for not knowing that, where I'd like to imagine that you seem like a smart kid. You sound like a smart kid. Um, where did that kind of go? Where was there anything specific with this offense that made you want to be a quarterback for this team? You know, with uh, with Billy Napier's offense, um, you know, I think I can step in and be any type of quarterback that he wants to be or he wants me to be. Um, I, I very a lot of serviceable aspects of my game, uh, being very knowledgeable about uh, the defense, the ins and out of it, how to change the offense around me to attack the defense's weaknesses. Um, I think I can add a lot to Florida's offense, no matter where, like, I know they like to throw the ball. They can run the ball quite a bit too with these big running backs that are coming in, the big old linemen, uh, which I love. But um, I think any offense that you put me in, I can be successful with. Um, and then with, Coach Billy Napier's and um, Rob Saul's, you know, I think those those two coaches, especially, um, and all the assistant coaches around us, working really hard to make the productivity of the offense be very high, um, and we can effectively move the ball around and be successful. And I think uh, going up against these big SEC schools that will be very successful moving forward. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to have you here. Thank you so much, Parker. Uh, let let the listeners know where they can find you on, I mean, your Twitter's here, but Instagram too, whatever you want to shout out. Yeah, for sure. Um, all my profiles have a link tree in the bio that leads to everything else. Um, Twitter's up here on the screen. Instagram is Parker underscore Lizy 14. You spell that L-E-I-S-E. -E. Um, and those link trees will take you everywhere else you want to go, so. Thank you for having me. I'm blessed to, blessed to be on here with you. Thanks for joining me, Parker.